friend, it's Cheyenne. I just had to pop in here to personally invite you to receive all 25 of our Farmhouse Book Co. Read and Learn Children's Books for free for 14 days as my gift to you. All you have to do is go to go.farmhousebookco.com slash free for 14 and you'll gain access to the printable versions of all of our books, plus our Farm Family Forum and our homesteading courses for free for 14 days. That's at go.farmhousebookco.com slash free for 14. 14 as in one, four. Now, on to the show. They say hindsight is twenty twenty, and for many of my homesteader friends, we can confirm that that is the truth. So that's why today we're sharing some of the things we wish we would have known while we were preparing to start our homesteads. Welcome to the Farm Family Podcast, the podcast for families with old-fashioned hearts like ours that believe what our world needs most is connection in the home. We help families learn together in ways that build life skills and foster curiosity, discovery, adventure, and discussion. In this podcast, we'll cover topics like homesteading, home education, homemaking, and pretty much all things old-fashioned and down-home. I'm your host, Cheyenne Linnae a livestock-obsessed homeschool graduate, total book nerd, homesteader, pastaholic, loving daughter and big sister, and founder of Farmhouse Book Co. My whole family and I are so happy you're here. This is the Farm Family Podcast. You will be pooped on. Prepare. I'm not saying leave the house in a plastic rain poncho, but I'm saying leave the house in a plastic rain poncho. (laughs) Having a plan for how you're going to deal with manure and waste produced by your livestock is a crucial part of homesteading, one that is often an afterthought. Our staples on the homestead are really good pairs of muck boots that go up nice and high up to the knee. We like to have clothes that are easy to wipe off. And then there's other factors, knowing where you're going to put those boots. They will stink up your house if you leave them inside without rinsing them off. Or maybe you have a little bucket outside that you can place everything in with a lid so that critters don't get in them. Then there's knowing what you're going to do with the manure that's produced. Rabbit poop, you can actually package up and sell, but you'll need to what to know what you'll package them in. Oftentimes, feed bags work really well for this. You'll need to know what manure that is produced is a hot manure, what's a cold manure. Rabbit poop, for instance, it's a cold manure. You can place it directly on your plants and it'll fertilize them, but chicken poop and other things like that are going to need to sit for a while so that they won't burn your plants. Having a dedicated place, having a method for how you're going to break it down, how you're going to balance green waste or green products, leaves and things with that, like that with it so that you have a good compost that's not going to harbor a lot of bacteria. Those are a few things to think about as you're planning your homestead. 
The next thing is to plant half of what you think you can handle. <laughs> Especially that first year, it's easy to get excited and buy all of the little vegetable starts that you can and really dig into it. However, <laughs> a lot of times it's way overwhelming and there's so much going on that first year that producing all of that food is actually going to hurt you more than help you, especially because a lot of it's going to go to waste. You're not going to have time as you're getting your feet underneath you to can a whole lot of excess. Plant about half of what you think is about is right, and you'll land a little bit more in a grace zone. The next thing is to make a plan and then make up a backup plan. Having generators for freezers is super important if you're producing meat especially larger meat animals like sheep or beef or you know pigs you're going to want to protect that investment you put a lot of feed into them you put a lot of time and energy into them and it's the worst feeling in the world to lose all of that investment all that meat because a freezer goes out unexpectedly then there's other backup plans that you'll want. Maybe it's for having multiple sources of meat. Maybe you have meat rabbits and something else. Maybe you have two different types of egg layers. Maybe you've got the chickens and the ducks like we have. You'll want to have a few different ideas and plans in place because if there's anything about homesteading, it's that it's unpredictable and you're not always sure what crazy shenanigans you're gonna find yourself in. In addition to that, when you are planting, you'll want to start with your fruit and nut trees and asparagus first. You'll want to get those, those perennial vegetables and fruits in the ground as soon as you possibly can so that they can start preparing to produce for you for years and years to come. And then the rest of that you'll want to start with a deep mulch and compost over the areas you'll be gardening. You'll want to start that in about fall and let it sit all the way through winter and into spring. It'll be ready to plant. The next thing to know is it'll probably cost as much as a car payment every month. Homesteading is not an inexpensive or money-saving hobby 99.9% .9 of the time, especially when livestock is involved. There's a lot of investment that goes into it, and there is a lot of feed that goes into those animals. We pay quite a bit every month, but it's important to us. And honestly, I was talking to my family the other day, and we were thinking about some of the different ways that families in our area interact with each other and really find joy in their lives. It might be razors and boats out on the lake, camping trips and RVing. For us, it's homesteading, so it's worth the investment and the money and time that we put into it. Our family really loves to work. That's how we play. And so having the homestead and what we pay for that every month is completely worth it and completely worth the bonding and the nutritious food that we get out of it every month. The next thing is to invest in the expensive stuff now because it really will save you later. Really good fences will protect your livestock, keep predators out and your animals in. You're not going to like replacing a cheap chicken coop over and over again when you could just pay for a more expensive chicken coop once. 
So really looking at what are the most important investments on your homestead and being willing and prepared to really splurge on those things up front and know that that will save you a lot of money in the long run because you won't be replacing things over and over and over again. The next thing is to pay close attention to what the local old timers say. Pick your neighbor's brains. Find out from the locals in the area what the history is agriculturally, livestock-wise, crop-wise in the area. Find out the weather patterns. Find out their biggest tips and advice. One of the biggest tips locally from our (laughs) legend tomato growers is that they need shade. In our area, we get so much hot, direct sunlight that tomatoes actually need to be shaded in order to grow where we are or the crops just don't turn out very well. And that's a trick that only the tried and true old timers in our area have learned because they've been doing it for so long. The next thing is to start start small and use what you have. There's no days off, there's limited vacations, You don't want to get burned out, so you want to take one project at a time and then complete it before moving on to the next. Now, I am the absolute hypocrite when it comes to this piece of advice. I will buy the materials for about 20 projects at once, and then I will bust them all out as quickly as I can. The problem is I definitely have wasted money when I do this and haven't really thought it out and planned it out well. Or I'll get completely burnt out and overwhelmed and then have to call in for backup. There are times that having a ton of projects and just cranking them out right away has really actually moved the needle for me. But most of the time, it's best to start small, find ways to recycle what you have, and to really just keep that consistent pace. The last tip is the last thing that all of my homesteading buddies and us ourselves wish that we knew and the biggest piece of advice is listen to all of the people, watch all of the videos, read all the books, do all the research, but no, you won't truly learn anything until you're in it. At some point, you're going to have to just jump in and sink or swim. We jumped in pretty early on Granted, I had been researching homesteading. It had been my dream since I was about 12, 11, 12 years old. But at some point, you just have to bite the bullet and really dig in there and get going. Because you're that's when you're going to learn everything is by trial and error. And yes, especially when you're when you lose those first, you know, animals or when something goes wrong at first, you're going to feel completely unprepared and unsure of what to do. However, you will find your way through it and you'll find that sense of joy as you continue to work towards that dream and that self-sufficient lifestyle. I hope this got you thinking about some fun ideas and fun ways to really prepare before you jump into homesteading. We love our homestead. It's a really important part of our lives my youngest siblings and all of us really have just learned so much from the process. So I hope this doesn't scare you off from really just starting on that dream and that it instead encourages you and gives you some ideas. Hey, hey, 
you just completed another episode of the Farm Family Podcast. Look at us, taking on the world together one family at a time. If you'd like to connect with other like-minded families, head over to Facebook and join our Farm Family Podcast group. And hey, I'd love to see you around here more often. If you haven't already, click the subscribe button. And if you're really feeling it, leave a review. I love hearing from you and reading your words. Have a great day, farm family.